What have we here? Hello there. Morning, Senator. Greetings, my We are the ones who guard the power. We are the middle. The beginning. <laughs> Hey, what's happening, boys and girls of the internet world? My name is Christopher Marinin, and you are listening to the Star Wars Friends Podcast on the No One Is Listening Podcast Network. And joining me are my very good Star Wars friends. I'm Josh, and... Uh Shooter or uh, something. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Justin, and uh, Super Star Wars is the best game ever. Wow. Oh, wow. Shots fired. Uh, <laughs> right off the gate. Uh, this is Kyle, and I don't have a thing prepared to say. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is Vic, and I believe Starkiller needs his own animated series. Oh, okay, okay. So, you know, I was wondering, Kyle, I was wondering when we would finally get to an episode where someone wouldn't have something prepared, and here we are. <laughs> and there it was. I should have not been screwing around on my phone and actually, like, thought for 30 seconds, but right. I didn't do it. So <laughs> It's all good. <laughs> so we're here today to kind of do um, a trench run style uh, Star Wars friend show, like quick and easy. You know, we've been hitting you guys hard with marathon sessions. We've been, you know, this has been really, it's been heavy since we started this. This is episode 14 and we've, we've definitely hit some heavy topics and we've, we've, we've definitely had some heavy conversations. So we're going to be doing a lighter episode this week. We're going to kind of keep the conversation nice and easy. And I don't even know how this topic came up. We were chatting all week about star Wars, obviously, and a thousand different things have gone on this week, but I, I I don't know if it was you, Justin, or someone suggested let's do video games. So, um, yeah, why not? I think you know? it's a it's a hot topic right now because I mean everybody's you guys have all finished up Fallen Order. I'm still working on it. Yeah. Darn it, Josh got me switched back over to Battlefront, and I've actually played <laughs> that a few times because I can I can get on that and I can jump in and play a few quick games right and um, then hop off. Whereas Fallen Order, I feel like it takes a lot more in depth. Like, hey, you got to stick with it for a little yeah. bit and keep going. So he got me switched, but I was like, let's talk video games. We don't let's, let's give them some love. Yeah. I think it's a great topic. And, and, you know, uh, it's a topic that is endless. I mean, really, cause they're, they're still putting out new star Wars games. So until they stop putting them out, we'll always have content to talk about. And this is actually pretty fun because I, this brought back a lot of nostalgia for me. You know, because we don't uh, we've we've been so heavy with the Mandalorian. We've been so heavy with Rise of Skywalker that, you know, when you brought video games, I'm like, oh, yeah, Super Star Wars. I'm thinking about this. Now. <laughs> I'm thinking about Dark Forces. I'm thinking about Shadows of the Empire. So 
it definitely was a welcome distraction. Uh, so thank you for suggesting that uh, for this topic here today. Um, so if are there if there are any listeners that want to ch- chime in on the conversation, you can hit us up at SW Friend Show on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. We would love to hear uh, your memories of the video games, your favorite moments, or maybe you know your most frustrating moments. Because um, I definitely have my share of those when when it comes to Star Wars video games. So I guess we can start this off with favorite Star Wars video game. And I know for me, it's just going to be Shadows of the Empire. Nintendo 64, classic. It was one of the first games released on the Nintendo 64 console. And uh, it was part of the whole renaissance of Star Wars in the late 90s. It was mid to late 90s. But it was a supplemental video game to the novel which also had action figures, also had comic books. So when you actually got to play as Dash Rendar against Boba Fett, IG-88, um, et cetera, et cetera, it was the, I mean, as a kid, that was the coolest thing ever. And it was on the N64, which was like the coolest platform ever. It had that cool little joystick in the middle, had the funky controller. Um, so Star Wars Shadows of the Empire, for me, absolutely my favorite video game i mean i I still play it to this day Uh, i have a working nintendo 64 i have uh perfect dark golden eye no mercy uh parties with my friends and um have mario kart you know play that often (laughs) and uh shadows of the empire is a game that i play at least once a year and i play it all the way through so it's just for me it's 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 absolutely top of my list and at the time, it was visual continuation of the Star Wars story that we didn't really have either, right? Like, you right. had the book, but unless you read the book, you didn't have anything TV, movie-wise, whatever, because that was well before um, uh, Phantom uh, Menace came out, I think. Yeah. Oh, yeah, so it, it was. So it was a good visual continuation of the story. Absolutely. Well, I feel like it was wasn't it like the first multimedia Star Wars release thing of its of its yes, kind it that now that we have a lot of now, but you have the mm-hmm. the game, the novel, the comics, the figures all tied in together all to tell one you know cohesive thing. That's it's yeah, it was pretty groundbreaking. Sweet. It, it was groundbreaking, and the graphics that they used on that game uh, were a raster-style graphic that they that they tried to experiment with Super Nintendo. They couldn't necessarily get it as as good as they could for N64. So when you saw some of those cutscenes with the high def graphics, you know, like the the eight bit graphics or whatever it was, the it was expansion like, pack you got to get. Oh yeah, you had to get the expansion pack. But it was it was pretty awesome to see uh, that come to life. So yeah, I mean for me, tops. I'm I'm fascinated to hear what you guys have to say because my friends they all have different video games that they love. I can't wait to hear what your guys' favorite are. I'll I'll stay with the N64 theme because one of my favorites was Rogue Squadron on mm. N64, and I would sit there in the Hoth speeder and just tie the yes. thing around the legs of yes. the hat for like hours. That was like my favorite mission to play, <laughs> and I would just go back and keep playing it and playing it. And a game doesn't have to be the most expansive like out there or the most immersive for us to enjoy it. Sometimes a simple task like that gives you yeah. gratification or satisfaction, and I would just spend hours tying up ad-ads and watching them fall and then move on to the next mission. Like, nope, let's go back and replay that one and do it again. It's beautiful, and and Rogue Squadron is another game that I play at least once a year. Do you, but I have this is this is a question I've asked a thousand people, and I I get the same answer every time. Have, did you, as a Rogue Squadron fan, play Naboo Starfighter? Uh, ah, I, I got silence. 
I got I, silence. I yeah. did not. No. <laughs> no one has ever played that game. Uh, well, I played. I wasn't a fan of Rogue Squadron that much, but I didn't okay. play uh, Naboo Starfighter. It, was, it wasn't very good. <laughs> I haven't met many people in my life that have played Naboo Starfighter. It's 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 based on the same game engine, so it, it's modeled directly after Rogue Squadron, and it's it's an absolutely awful video game. It is terrible. Uh, so <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's you know that I, I'm always fascinated by the Naboo Starfighter. That's a, if you can find that at like a used game store. It's worth it's worth the four or five dollars you can pick it up for. Nice. I've never even heard of it. I thought maybe you were mistakenly <laughs> talking about like the Star Wars Starfighter, which has the <laughs> no. the Nubian on the cover. But yeah, yeah. I've never even heard of it. Well, there's so many games that were li- released for the Nintendo platforms that you guys probably have never heard of. Um, you can really, I mean, obviously you can Google them or whatever, but they weren't big titles. They weren't big Star Wars titles, um, especially for the GameCube. And Wii even has a, a Clone Wars video game that's kind of that's kind of strange. Um, so if you guys. <laughs> get get a chance i mean a you'd have to have a wii but then you'd have to go out and try to find the wii version of clone wars it's a really weird game are you talking about that clone wars game where you're anakin but you're in a tank the whole time <laughs> and you have to go <laughs> yeah. look for like ulic keldroma's ghost or something yeah 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 it's pretty well, off one of my favorite games as a kid because i was a big pc gamer when i was a younger kid and i love doom and when yeah. uh Dark Forces came out in the first person shooter Star Wars title. It was just oh, yeah. it was awesome to be able to play as a stormtrooper and you know actually have good aim and shoot people. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, Vic, I mean, was that your favorite? Was Dark Forces uh, your favorite? Uh, uh, I mean, my favorite Star Wars game probably has to be Knights of the Old Republic just because of the whole yeah. open world aspect and you can do whatever you want in it. Um, I I wish they would do a remastered version of it. Right. I know they still have um, Old Republic you can play on Windows still. Um, it's still a relatively popular game, but Knights of the Old Republic was just so fantastic for console players, having that open world aspect, and it was the first time more casual fans were um, exposed to the Old Republic and expanded universe. Um, it was just an excellent title overall, and I think it's still one of the highest rated Star Wars games in history, according to IGN. No, I, yeah, I think you're right. It's actually one of the highest rated video games ever. Uh, on on a number of different lists. It was definitely revolutionary. Uh, Who was your favorite character from Kotar? If, uh, yeah, that's the other thing we got to say Kotar because preface it, because (laughs) I say Kotar all the time. People are like, what the hell are you talking about? Played that game 15 years ago. I couldn't tell you a name of a person at all. I was like 19, 20 years old when that game came out. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That came out, I think 2006. Does that sound right? Or 2005? Yeah. Somewhere around then. Yeah. I mean, I was in my early 20s. Uh, I've got a question while we're talking about Knights of the Old Republic. There's a console version of that, too, isn't there? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. Xbox. Xbox. Are they the same? or are That's Same game. Um, obviously, the PC one had more hacks and uh, upgrades that people yep. had on their own that you could do. But the console one was the exact same as the original PC version. Yeah, and and that's what Josh and I were texting about in the thread. We're actually tracking down those games so we can play them. And uh, pre-show today, we were talking about how uh, we're, we were going to come across an Xbox. My buddy's going to loan me an Xbox 360 so we can replay those. We'll talk about it. we'll talk about them on the show going forward. But there is a mobile version. If you have an iPhone, you can download the mobile version of Knights of the Old Republic. Mm-hmm. Uh, turns out, this game Knights of the Old Republic was originally re- released in 2003. Oh, no, you were pretty close. Whoo. Okay. That's a lot older. A long than time ago. We're, yeah. we're in the roaring twenties now. 
<laughs> that, that, uh, that video I game. I was 20 drive. years old. Wow. <laughs> so all of the games that we've talked about so far are all games that I have m- minimal experience with because of my choice of platform. Um, I never had an N64. I was a PlayStation kid. And I only ever had like one generation like one of the generation systems Game at a consoles. time i never had like yeah oh, like so okay, yeah. i had a sega not a super like i've played more super nintendo because people have like everybody has a super nintendo now um so like i was able to play shadows of the empire but only a little bit at a friend's house same thing with rogue squadron i try i was telling chris earlier i tried to play uh kotor uh i I got a like a crack of it in college and was trying to play it and it would it would always crash on me and I never got through it. I tried to buy the Mac version of it to play on my MacBook and I couldn't get it to work. Um, so and that's why I'm doing this my little crusade now to get Kotor and Kotor Two and I'm yeah. actually just going to go out and buy an original Xbox just so I can play those two games and Republic Commando because I I didn't have yeah. an Xbox so I never got a chance to play any of those games. Republic yeah. Commando is a great game, but no, I think you're doing the right thing, Josh. I think that is that is a valiant mission. Uh, I think it is absolutely worth your time, and uh, <laughs> you're going to be pleasantly surprised with those games, especially Kotar 2. I think you're really going to like that one. Well, I've never actually played those games either, and I do have an Xbox, so I oh. will try to find yeah, all, a copy of those backwards too. compatible. Yeah. All the original Xbox Star Wars games are backwards compatible. Republic Commando, Kotor 1 and 2, they're all backwards compatible. So my PSA on that regard, Kyle, is make sure you buy it from a reputable secondhand store, like a video game exchange or something, mm-hmm. to make sure it's tested. Because I've gotten screwed on eBay uh, several times buying game rips that are either fake, like they'll burn it, they'll burn a copy of a ROM, like a simulated yeah. version, and it just freezes up. Um, but definitely get it tested at a store before you buy it. You can find those. You can find GameStop those for about twenty bucks or less. Yeah, GameStop yeah. should mm-hmm. have them. Um, but it, you shouldn't be paying more than twenty dollars for that game total. I mean that's right. it, yeah it's a rel- relatively inexpensive game, um, but I here's my other PSA: the mobile version is really terrible. <laughs> yeah, it, it's yeah, I've got really it. really terrible. Yeah, I, I it's had hard to, I, to play. It's so hard to play. It's overpriced, and um, I think I put in about twenty thirty minutes in total, and I was just like, no, no, I'm just <laughs> I'm just gonna track down an Xbox somewhere. So, and if you get a chance when you go to GameStop, go when they do like buy two, get one free of the used mm. games. Cause if they've yeah. got them in stock, you save a lot of money that way. It's, it's hours of fun to play them and go back and yeah. just relive those games. Um, and if, and to Kyle's point, if you haven't played it yet, it's a great opportunity to do it for cheap. Yeah. Hell yeah. And you guys are going to love it. If you haven't played it, it's, it, I mean, Vic was right. It was, it was, it is such an incredible. It was ahead of its time. Yeah. The story's fantastic. Yeah, it lasted um, a long time. <laughs> another PSA, um, a good website you can, is coming out with a lot of good games. Limited Run Games, they've been porting games from the GameCube and PlayStation and Xbox over to current systems of PS4 and Xbox One. They just released a Bounty Hunter version for PS4 that you can play on your current console. Yeah, and, and they had uh, special editions of Shadow of the Empire on N64, which I ordered because the the packaging is. Uh, resealable after you open it. Oh up yeah, I saw it. that. That's a beautiful yeah. that. That's a beautiful yeah, uh, display. When it yeah. comes in um, earlier later this year. I'll I'll make sure to take a picture of it and show you guys. Yeah, I almost pulled the trigger on that, Vic. It was the price point was a little too high for me, even though I like I said I play it yearly. Um, 
but I, the bounty hunter game. Did you guys ever play the bounty hunter game? It was the Django Fett yeah. game? Yeah. So game two. I. I, yeah, well, I recently bought it for PlayStation Four, and I found that the controls are are very awful. Like they're 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 not responsive, and he um, Django has the tendency to get stuck in a crouch often, and um, it, it's a very not fun experience. So if anyone's out there trying to find a budget version of Bounty Hunter on PS Four, just beware, be buyer beware. The controls, and I went online just to make sure I wasn't crazy, and it's just a common <laughs> bug that they have with whatever software they use to rip it over to PlayStation 4. Yeah, I found the, probably the best way to play those older games in our current system is get them on your PC. Um, there's so many ports and ROMs you can get for your PC, and you'll save a lot of money and you know not having to track down cartridges or discs. That's true, and but if you got to have a PC because I'm on a Mac and you can't find anything on a Mac. It's there are no Star Wars games that are Mac compatible. It's pretty pathetic um, as far as what the the game library is for OS X. Um, so that's kind of embarrassing. But to to get on the PlayStation Four, they run those sales often on the PlayStation uh, Network. You can go in the shop and buy games. I'm sure Xbox has something similar to it. I've never owned yeah. a. a Okay, yeah, so I think it's Marketplace, is that right, or something yeah. like that? Um, but the Star Wars titles every now and then get discounted heavily on PlayStation Network. I mean, I'm talking 70 80%, so that's when I pick up my titles. The pinball games are friggin' fantastic. <laughs> I love the Star Wars pinball games. Those are a lot of fun. And the one game, now that I'm, I didn't even write this in the show notes, <clears throat> excuse me, um, the one game that I, I love that I got for like $2.99 was Star Wars Pod Racer. And it was the it was the original rip. So the graphics are pretty terrible. Um, the <laughs> the the dialogue's even worse. But it's just it's a really fun racer game. Uh, you got to play as Anakin. You can't play as anyone else because Anakin has the best pod. But it actually is an enjoyable game if you if you can pick it up for less than five bucks. Mm-hmm. So there is a website where they sell you an HDMI adapter for your specifically for your N64. You solder it into the motherboard and everything, and it actually sharpens up all the graphics on your N64. To not quite modern age, but it def- definitely sharpens it up. Oh, I have to do the research. I found I saw the video of it. Um, uh, one of the guy does um, uh, opening and rebuilding systems, and uh, there's a, a port that you buy for the 64. You solder it in, hooks right into your HDMI now, so you don't have to worry about any adapters. Hmm. And it definitely improves the image from an N64, which is I thought was unbelievable. Yeah. Hmm. Never heard of that. Uh, Chris, I used to have a, I probably do have it on like an old iPad somewhere, but a Star Wars pinball mobile game. I wonder if it was the uh, same thing as the one you're talking about. I forget the name of the company. It's a pretty well-known uh, company. Mm-hmm. They sell licenses for different pinball cabinets. Like I have a couple of different Marvel cabinets. Yeah, I have Celebration. Uh, yeah, yeah, they were at Celebration, and uh, I'd have to look at what it is. I bet you it is the same one, Kyle. It, uh, but I, I'm sure Xbox Marketplace has it. Just type in Star Wars Pinball. It is. It's so much fun. They it have was Rebels. Fun. Yeah, they have Rebels boards. They have Clone Wars boards. They have all the movies. They have Rogue One. Um, they have Solo. So you can pretty much get any cabinet you want, and um, it the controls are fantastic on a PlayStation controller. Um, I highly, highly recommend that title. I picked it up for my Switch, but I haven't played it yet. And I think I got that mobile version of the pinball one, but like after I downloaded it, there was literally one board, and that's every other one you have to pay in app for it after that. There's Mm. no unlocking anything. And I was like, uh, I'm out. And I think you had to pay for the pinball app 
uh, like two ninety nine or three ninety nine yeah, or something, and I was right, like, actually. and it gave you one board, and I was like, for five dollars or for four dollars, <laughs> I was like, that's a little expensive for one board. Well, so, so I was out after that. Wait for them to go on sale. It's actually a company called Zen Pinball, and mm. it it is uh, Pinball FX three. That's the uh, that's the newest release on PlayStation four. I'm watching Jin Erso Coldcock, a stormtrooper right now on the <laughs> pinball board, uh, <laughs> but the, it is a Star Wars Pinball Season One. You, that you can get that bundle online, but wait for the sales. That's I mean, okay. literally, I got all my boards for ninety nine cents. Are you, are you looking at that website right now? Yeah. Oh yeah. What's uh? Do they sell actuals like own in your home physical pinball machines as well? Not that I can see. Um, mm-hmm. There's a up here in Northeast Ohio. There's a company in North Olmsted, Ohio, which is uh, it's a suburb of Cleveland. They actually sell pinball cabinets at really good prices. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll have to research what that looks like. Uh, it's actually just called the Pinball Shop with an E, nice and easy. So the Pinball Shop.com, the old Shoppy. They sell. Um, this is a, a local company to me. So any listeners out there, you'd have to come to Northeast Ohio. Um, they definitely sell really nice, cleaned up pinball machines, and, and they always have Star Wars titles. Um, so that's one. And you can order online. They'll ship it to you. I don't know what the cost is. God, Lord only knows. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but It's um, got to be a lot. Yeah. yeah, just take just take the drive. Visit the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Make a weekend of it. Right. There you go. <laughs> Um, right. Another so underrated Josh, game I played. Oh, sorry. You were going. Oh, that's okay. No, no. Go ahead, Vic. Um, another underrated game I played a lot when I was a kid was on PC. They had a Star Wars chess game where the pieces actually had the actions of the characters and whatnot. And like, you know, Luke and Vader were the two kings. And if you strike them down or you know take a piece, they actually use lightsaber and strike the piece down and everything like that. Was you it probably on like, PC? Was it set up like the generic board on uh, the Falcon? Or was it like a standard chessboard? No, board? it was a standard chessboard, and like all the pawns were stormtroopers or uh, you know rebel soldiers and whatnot, and then you had like your main characters as like your your back row and everything. It was a lot of fun. So that was on PC. Yeah, it was like early '90s PC, like my first MS DOS Windows like yes. 3.0. <laughs> I played the shit out of chess on PC when I was a kid. I had yes. Battle chess. I played the hell out yes. of that. Yep. Yep. Yes. Oh my god! Good. But. Th- so let's let's dive back in. We kind of we went went off a huge uh, a huge tangent there. Josh, what is your favorite Star Wars video game? Uh, well, it's hard because I I feel like I love them all on their own merits. But I'll I'll be a weirdo and I'm gonna pull I'll pull one out here that you guys probably haven't played that I loved as a kid uh-huh. and I've been trying to figure out a way to play it again. Um, it's a PC game called Star Wars Rebellion. Is a real-time strategy game where you had you could play as the Empire or the Rebels. It starts right after the Death Star uh, explosion, and um, you basically you have the whole galaxy in front of you, and you have to like coordinate troop movements and send your heroes different places and do espionage and do diplomacy. It's kind of like I've heard it compared to like Civilization, but Star Wars. And so, it has it has battle like you if your fleet meets up with the other team's fleet in the same planet you'll have like 3D representation of a battle that you have to um, yeah no I know it's on Steam but I sorry Steam work on my computer <laughs> that's why everybody should get a PC uh, <laughs> no my my Mac is just too old I could actually I could. <laughs> 
Yeah, and my Mac's not even that old. It's it's annoying. Anyway, so um, the only thing that's clunky about it is the those battle graphics are, you know, they're straight 1996 PC. Right. Um, it's a little, but I I I love it. it little McClunky. Yes. <laughs> a little McClunky. It's um, it is it has like a bunch of uh, expanded universe characters on it. Like you can find Thrawn on one of the planets, and like oh, all sorts sweet. of sweet. Like, wow. It's really really cool. So I, I never played that because I thought it was more like Command and Conquer, and uh, I did oh. a lot of Command and Conquer when I was younger. Um, but this is uh, just looking at this here. You're right, man. This is a pretty cool looking game. I'm not going to PC though. It's just never, I'm never. So, speaking of Command and Conquer, though, another one of the games on my list is Galactic Battlegrounds. Have you guys ever heard of that? I've heard of it, never played it. So, mm-hmm. another game that I was super into as a kid was Age of Empires. And yeah. so, Galactic Battlegrounds is literally a Star Wars like port of. They literally, it's this made by the same studio, um, but they just changed the all the units and everything are Star Wars units. Um, and so it's, it's very much like command and conquer and that was a lot of fun too. So yeah. and they did like a regular one. And then when the prequels came out, they did like a, the clone campaigns, like expansion packs. So it's, a, it, yeah, I love, I love strategy games. So I was, I was really into that. See, I'm not very good at strategy games because I'm very impulsive and I just want to just go crazy. Uh, so I don't have the patience for that. But I mean, I it's fun to watch people play those type of games for me. Um, it's like, I don't know. I used to play tabletop games like Warhammer and, uh, you know, what was there was another tabletop game me and my friends played. I used to play Magic and I just realized how impatient I was with those games. So um I would rather watch you play uh, Rebellion than than actually try to learn it myself. (laughs) But speaking of antiquated PC games or games that you just can't get anymore, Rebel Assault 2. That was like my game as a young child. Um, I had Rebel Assault, but Rebel Assault 2 had like actual movie made for game movie cutscenes. Um and it had everything. It had like it had the Millennium Falcon trench run. It had battle sequences. It had speeder bikes. Rebel Assault 2 was one of the most fun games I've ever played. I probably burned out the CD-ROM drive in my parents' computer when I was a kid. Um, it was a four-disc set. It was a four-disc game, and it was set up to be, you know, like a movie um, post Return of the Jedi. And it was, uh, it didn't link up with any content. It didn't link up with any books or anything. But Rebel Assault Two is a game that. It's definitely the the first Star Wars game I ever played, and it's it's a really fun one. The uh, there is a Millennium Falcon kind of like chase sequence through a Death Star um, <laughs> that is just like a blast. So I would I would definitely encourage you guys to watch some of the YouTube videos uh, on that if you. Or if you have like a Windows nine, I don't. Was it a ninety five? Might have been prior to Windows ninety five. That's how old Rebel Assault two is. Um, but it's a phenomenal game if you guys can f- figure out a way to play it. I was going to say, it's funny now because you go buy a new computer now and they don't even come with disk drives anymore. None. Like, There's no. nothing. You have to buy an external disk drive just to play some of these old ones we're talking about and they won't even work on your new right. uh, new uh, software. So it's crazy. No, my yeah, my MacBook. This is it's it's three years old. Doesn't have a CD drive. I have an external drive for it, and it's just like it's it is crazy. But uh, did you guys ever play Rebel Assault or Rebel Assault Two? Is that does that sound familiar? Uh, I mean, I, 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 I know first, of it, but I've Rebel yeah. 
Yeah, I played mm-hmm. the first Rebel Assault on Sega CD. Oh, so I remember that. That's right. Because it was like you, you, you pretty much played through the whole pot of New Hope in the game, but there, you can pilot a X-Wing, you can pilot a Millennium Falcon in the game, but I pretty much spent through the whole span of Episode Four, pretty much. Yeah. So, another game that is a hot topic game, and we someone's I forget who someone already badmouthed it already this episode. Uh, any of the super. Star Wars, Super Empire Strikes Back, Super Return of the Jedi. I mean, that is a game that I played as a kid. Um, so I didn't really realize how hard it was. And then I played it. I, I have the copy literally 40 feet away from me in my in my living room. And I, I sit down and play it every now and then. I'm like, damn, this game sucks. Like, it's not. <laughs> it, it is hard. So yes. I was I was actually just finding a, trying to find a way to work this in. But. Uh, I don't have a ton to contribute to this episode because I haven't played most of these games. I was kind of doing some Google searches, but I ended up on RetroGames.com. You can play okay. a lot of really, really old games from the 90s. You, they'll work on your modern PC just in your web browser. It's kind of cool yeah. if you want to check it out. But uh, So I searched Star Wars, and there are, it looks like, I don't know, 10, 12 Star Wars games on here to play, and they all just huh. look terrible, but they're... <laughs> <laughs> there's one that there's a couple that are just called Star Wars. There's Star Wars Jedi Arena. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. Star Wars Return of the Jedi, Death Star Battle. There's Ooh. Star Wars the Arcade game, which I you're flying like an X Wing that came out in '83, so that's probably Ooh. not great. Uh, Empire Strikes Back from '82, and then at the bottom we got Super Star Wars, Super yes. Star Wars Return of the Jedi, yes. Super Star Wars Empire Strikes <laughs> yes. Back, the whole trilogy available to yes. play right here on RetroGames.com. So nice. that is the Super Star Wars is where you can blast those womp rats. You don't get to see them in the film, but you can blast the shit out of womp rats <laughs> in Super Star Wars. There's only like nine thousand of them in the first episode or the first uh, level. It's got um, an eighty-three percent rating. Oh, people people love it, but people hate it. It's one of those that's just like, oh, it's it's, it's a fun memory. It's a fun game from from your childhood, but it was a very tough game to play. I think the um, the Star Wars arcade game you're referencing is the Atari version, um, and it's I have that arcade one up cabinet that has uh, just the Star Wars arcade, Empire, and Return of the Jedi. Those games, those games are really fun. But you can't play them without the yoke, like the actual flight yoke that comes on the arcade cabinet. So I don't know how they'll translate on a PC, but um, it is, it's a uh, it does say it's an Atari twenty six hundred platform. Beautiful. Um, that came out in eighty three by from Parker yep. Brothers. Apparently. Yeah, and and you yeah. would think that Star Wars and Empire Strikes Back would be a worse game than Return of the Jedi because Jedi came out later, and if you just look at screenshots, it looks like it's a, a nicer game because it's in color, it has better it looks graphics, almost like Contra, really, just from looking at the picture. It does. It plays terribly. It is an <laughs> awful, awful, awful game. Um, but Star Wars, when you get to fly, the, you know, you get to do the Death Star, the trench run, and all that. It's a blast. And uh, Empire Strikes Back is really fun too. So Justin, if you like shooting adats and uh, getting the tow cables around, Empire Strikes Back on Atari, you can just fire <laughs> unlimited tow cables Woo-hoo! at these things. It's crazy. Good time. Um, have you guys ever played the Atari, the original Atari games, on an actual arcade cabinet? I have not. I had a ColecoVision when I was little. Oh, like wow. that was our first video game system. I still have it actually in the basement, but I don't have any of the Star Wars games for the ColecoVision. So, but I'm looking at this list on uh, 
Wikipedia here of all these different Star Wars games. And that first one, Kyle, that Star Wars 83, the arcade version, is available mm-hmm. for ColecoVision. So guess what oh, I'll be nice. trying to find? The Star Wars <laughs> Jedi Arena? Uh, it or doesn't say that game. one. It's just the arcade game yeah, from yeah. 83 to 88. It looks like it was re-released for the 2600, the 5200, Commodore 64, um, a whole bunch of other systems I have no idea <laughs> even existed, yeah. but ColecoVision's listed on there. If I remember correctly, Jedi Arena is basically it's a terrible game, and it's a it's like one of the earliest Atari's games. It's ranking and it's at supposed thirty four percent, so it's not popular. Yeah, I think it's <laughs> it, it's supposed to mimic Luke's get uh, Luke Skywalker's Jedi training when he wears the blast shield, and you're supposed to deflect the blaster bolts. I think that's what that game I, is. I think I think you're right. I'm looking at like there's little little gifs basically of uh, yeah. You know, this gameplay and it, it looks like that. I mean, it just looks awful. It's like Pong, it's, right? It, it's almost yeah, like Pong. Sort of. it's, the yeah, same, with a little, yeah, it's the same concept. It's a little like kind of weird, swingy, I guess a lightsaber thing. But yeah, yeah. yeah. So, Justin, you're in the Columbus area. There's yeah. a there's a place called 16-Bit. It's, not, yeah. it's by uh, Mikey's Late Night Slice. They have a retro Atari Star Wars cabinet down there because I played it um, last time I was in Columbus. I plan on hitting up 16-bit in a few months when when I head down there. Yeah, we have one in Cleveland, too. uh, But they do have an Atari. They have a a Star Wars Atari cabinet there, and it's free to play. Um, You know, 16-bit, you just got to buy a beer or whatever. So if you're in Columbus, Ohio or Cleveland, Ohio, check out 16-bit. It's a barcade. And they they definitely have the the vintage Atari cabinets there, so you get the feel of that flight yoke when you're doing the trench run. It's it's a it's a total blast. That's I've been there once, but I got hooked on the TMNT game. Do you remember the oh, old arcade yes. TMNT game? Very well. I started Very playing well. that, so I was going through that basically because it's free and you get continues free and all that kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah. So as long as you got a beer, you're good. Um, but I actually really enjoyed. Uh, what was the arcade Star Wars game prior to the Battle Pod? The Battle Pod's the newer one that's like huge, oh, but there was another one that you would get in and you had the yoke and you played through the, yoke the different the flight stick, but it was more oh. it was newer than the other stuff other games and it was it was really fun. I enjoyed that one a lot. Those um, Battle Pods are name. awesome. I have there's not been discount. in one yet. Oh, they're so they're so great. Wow. There's a discount arcade near me called Nickel World. So all they you literally buy a bag of nickels as you come in. And <laughs> it's in Toledo. And and like half the games are actually free, but all the other ones cost just a nickel. And they yeah. have two of those Star Wars games there with the yoke. Oh, and so you ew. can like just literally sit there and play it for an hour because, That's sick. because it only, when you die, you just put another nickel in. It's fine. Like <laughs> instead of a quarter. Nice. I've actually played a um there's a it's like a Dave and Buster's, but smaller. It's called GameWorks. I don't know if you guys have that where you live, but um, they had a pod racing game, and this is probably ten years ago now or something. But um, you could sit in it, and you actually drove the pod with the screen or whatever. Yeah, and you push it forward yeah. and you pull it back, and uh, it moves while you're sitting in it. Um, that was pretty cool too. It's like kind of the precursor to the full 360 degree sit inside the cylinder sphere thing that they have now. But um, that was pretty cool too. I don't, I mean my pod racing and the Phantom Menace in general is not like my most favorite thing ever, but <laughs> it, it was pretty cool too. 
Those you, pods are definitely immersive, and I've seen people get like queasy playing them at like a Dave and Buster's or whatever. You know, they're drinking and eating chicken yeah. wings or whatever, and uh, they get out of the battle pod and they're, you know, they got that crazy I face. Like, sure. yeah, because the screen is like huge and it's six inches from your eyes and you're trying to <laughs> right. take it all in. Like, oh my god. Right. Yep. That was so that was fun. I don't have anything like that around me. I Nickel World might be worth a trip up to uh Toledo, Detroit area, right? So I get, get it. Nickel World. Come on by. I'm gonna have to check that out. That sounds pretty sweet. I'm gonna take it from the PC games though and switch it back over to the console games because there was a console game I think most of us probably played, which was the original Battlefront two, which oh, was yeah. at the time it was awesome because you were actually pitting the different factions, the clones, the battle droids, uh, you know, all the different characters in Star Wars. But for me, the the best part about that game was they had a hero arena section in that game, which was literally you just played as the main heroes. So you had, you know, Darth Maul, you had Obi-Wan, you had um, Django, you had the different main characters, and there's probably 20, 25 of them. And it was just this giant online battle arena, and it was a hack and slash game. But if you played as a Jedi, you had the force push or the pull, you could throw your saber. Um, it was the first uh, of its kind where it was just like, all right, this is just giant Star Wars battle royale. And yeah. we would spend... Vic was there with me. It would be oh, Vic yeah. and, and our buddy Mike and I, and we would be on until three or four in the morning playing oh, yeah. this battle arena <laughs> stuff and then finally be like, all right, I'm tapping out. I'm tapping out. I'm done. Yeah. I got to go to sleep. <laughs> so but it was a blast. That game, that game still is, is a lot of fun. Yeah. And, and a lot of people seem to have fonder memories of that battlefront than the newer battlefront. Uh, yeah. I, I am, I, that's the thing. I didn't play the old Battlefront 2 a lot. I was a touring musician at the time that that came out, so I wasn't anywhere near an internet connection, let alone a, a console. Um, but we, you know, I do play the newer Battlefront games on PlayStation 4. I am just going to throw this out there real quick. I, I like the first Battlefront that was released for PlayStation 4 more than the newer Battlefront, as far as multiplayer goes, as far as online play goes. Um, I think that. It, the the controls the whole everything about the original battlefront on playstation 4 is just better it's a better multiplayer experience than the new one um but obviously the story mode and new battlefronts i mean there was none in the battlefront so obviously it's superior but uh no they, they i gotta go back and play the the original battlefront too uh, i don't have much experience with it at all it's really good but to add on to battlefront 2 on the current systems EA kind of shot themselves in the foot with uh, the loot crates right off the rip, and people can level right. up to the top level right away and everything. So I think that kind of put a bad taste in everybody's mouth. I think the game itself is a great game. You know, the controls are good. The story was awesome on it. The yeah. multiplayer multiplayer experience is fun. Um, I do think agree with you as far as Battlefront One being a little bit smoother of a multiplayer experience. Yeah, but. You know, Battlefront 2 with all the expansions being free on it, that was awesome. You know, they're always constantly adding new characters and new levels and everything to it. Um, I think it's generally a good game, but EA kind of shot themselves in the foot and put a lot of bad taste in a lot of people's mouths with the loot crates. Right. Who is your go-to? Who's your go-to character on Battlefront? I'm I'm always, I'm interested in this because there's so many different heroes and villains. Uh, who's your go-to character? On the new one, I'd say it depends on who you're playing as, but like I'll use the specialist a lot, the sniper. 
Oh, um, okay. Yeah, I'm, so that, I'm that guy. You go true. I'm that guy way in the back that's picking people <laughs> off. But <laughs> the camper, you're the camper. <laughs> so yeah, when, Josh, when, when Josh goes, I get murked every five seconds, and I'm trying to run around. That's probably me that's shooting him. Yeah, it's not um, him. <laughs> it's not um, him. That or uh, I actually was playing the other night, and I was using as I said the assassin droid on oh, the separatist yeah, yeah, yeah. side, and he was actually a really fun character to use. Like. You play as like your standard characters, but then as you get more points, you can unlock the higher level uh, vehicles or characters or things like that. So as soon as I got enough, I was unlocking the assassin droid. Right. But then I would go through as the assassin droid and get pretty much uh, half to almost three half to three quarters of the next level of points and could get the assassin droid again. And I just kept kind of doing that and just wrecking people. I like playing as the heavy. Heavy gunner with the big old mini gun. Yeah. But, um, you know, I like playing the the Starfighter mode more. And I love getting Kylo Ren's uh, tie interceptor he has. It's so sweet. And you can, you can rip a lot of people's away on that thing. Yeah, I, uh, I I do like Kylo Ren's uh, silencer. It's really nice. Uh, for me, though, my favorite character in Battlefront is actually Lando Calrissian, which sounds crazy, but he I have mastered his weapons, which is you know he's got that smoke um, or that you know that haze that blows up, and he can see infrared through it. Um, that's actually and his blaster is super effective. But also, I mean, any anyone with a lightsaber in Battlefront Two is pretty much unstoppable. If you if you know how to jump and slash, um, and Boba Fett, I found his controls to be really terrible at first. But once you learn the jetpack burst and everything, that's a great character too. Um, but I it doesn't matter it doesn't matter who I play with. I'm gonna get my ass kicked when I sign online anyway. So I mean, they don't have a dad league. They don't have a league for you know old guys. Uh, right. That's where I need to go because I just suck it. <laughs> I'm not good at multiplayer games. I use uh, I use Grievous a lot too. I like Grievous in the game. I think one of the things that I love about the game too is the characters in in the newer Battlefront, not the old one. But the characters have more lines that weren't from movies or shows or anything yes. like that. Grievous yes. has a ton of lines that he says in the game, and they're they're specific to the game for the most part. But they weren't in the movies. And I love hearing some of those characters that maybe didn't have a lot of screen time, get more lines in the game than, than what they had originally. But for me, I compared the, the, uh, the new battlefront versus the old battlefront. I miss old school days of lag where (laughs) like guys would be running into walls for like five minutes. And then all of a sudden like jettison upwards (laughs) and you're like, what happened? Where'd he go up? Well, his connection broke, right? Oh Yeah lag now is a little bit different. Like it might be glitchy for a second or two and then they're back to playing normal. But the old school lag was great. Cause dudes were just like zipping through levels left and right. <laughs> what is happening yeah. here? Oh I yeah. I, I was an early adopter of Counter-Strike on PC, uh, which was like notorious for lag uh, early on. So I, I'm very familiar with that. Um, and well, that's the other, you know, I, I that's the thing. My PlayStation 4 is on wireless, so I'm going to get killed by all these kids that are like lined in on a T1 connection and like, you know, just like super fast speed. Um, but Josh, you're, you're playing Battlefront, right? Who's your go-to yeah. character? I'm a heavy. I'm heavy, too. I, oh, so you are heavy. It. Okay. Yeah, I love the heavy. Because he needs all that extra armor so he doesn't get murked right away. (laughs) Jesus. No, I just like the heavy gun. Not even the, I mean, the Gatling gun's cool, but I like the, 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 just the regular, like, heavy repeater. So you guys are humble 
uh, in my opinion, you guys are humble Star Wars players because you, I mean, you're not playing as the heroes. I guess I'm just like the big, uh, the big <laughs> oh, no, no, with no. The lightsaber. Well, when I get enough points. Mode. Yeah. Okay. Okay. See, I, I just play heroes mode just straight up. I just go right to heroes mode, heroes only. And I'm just, I'm Darth Vader and I'm just mowing down troopers left and right. I, I'm just not any good at the troopers at all. It, it takes a little bit of practice to, to get going, but once you do, it's it starts the game starts to slow down a little bit for you. Um, it just takes time. Each character has different abilities you have to master and different timing of the buttons and everything. So right. I mean, if you're good at all the characters, and hey, kudos to you. But you know, yeah. I think we're all probably the same as far as we're all going to play as our favorite characters. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the, yeah. The battle droids, the rolling, the droidicas. Oh yeah. Like I love the fact that I can roll around because they move so much faster than everybody else. But it takes timing as to when to open it up and turn your shield on because otherwise if you just roll right into the middle of a gunfight oh you're done two, two or three troops will take you out quick yeah. so you have to time it right to pop out hit your shield walk up and then engage and you can usually last for a little bit longer but it's definitely a timing thing fix right yeah i haven't mastered any of the droids um the droidicas are definitely tough to master there is like a two second delay between when you stop and when the guns fire and by that time yeah. you're going to be toast um kyle have you ever played a battlefront i played battlefront 2 the most recent one that came out a few years yeah. ago i played all the way through the story mode um but I, I didn't play the online a lot i played it a little bit i'm not great at those games i played like a whole bunch of overwatch online and i'm oh, decent at that game but as far as like first person shooters i'm not great at it in general so um yes i have played it i played through the story mode which i really enjoyed and then in the online especially because i got it right when it came out so it's like vic was talking about i paid for the game and that's all i paid for you know i'm not yeah. paying to upgrade my character so right when the multiplayer online opened up there was people who already had all the maxed characters all the maxed right. gear all the maxed right. cards and like you're just toast instantly when you're like a <laughs> level one with your whatever right. pew, side pew, blaster pew, pew. your pew pew, pew, pew that does nothing pew, pew. like you're <laughs> it, and that got real not fun for me real fast so. yeah the, the the only thing I didn't like about the story mode in Battlefront 2 was Han Solo's beard. And I wonder if that, you know, we, we've talked yeah. about how the story group hates Han Solo. I wonder if they just planted that scraggly pirate beard on Han Solo <laughs> as just kind of an FU middle finger. It's a terrible beard. It's a terrible hey, beards choice. Are cool. Beards are cool, but Han Solo's beard in Battlefront 2 is not very cool. He was scruffy looking. <laughs> yeah, probably step above scruffy. Bravo, bravo. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, you know what? I it's interesting. We talk about Battlefront Two story mode. I thought for certain that they were going to have something to do with that compass in Rise of Skywalker, but instead they went with a wayfinder. So whatever. Anyways, that's a different show. Let's talk mm-hmm. video games. Um, you don't want to talk about that wayfinder? I got some thoughts. <laughs> Go ahead, we'll save it for another show. Um, Another multiplayer game that I play daily, and I'm talking like have played for years daily, um, and I'm very competitive. It is probably the one thing I do every day in my life besides kiss my fiance. It is Galaxy of Heroes on mobile. I play this game three times a day, and I've done this for years now. Um, uh, it is a 
it's basically just a, a minor strategy game, nothing to it. It's uh, you build a team, you build your characters, um, you have to farm for you know power and make your characters stronger, and then you just basically battle your game but then you can go and play other people from around the world you can also join up in guilds and my guild right now is kicking ass and we do a really good job and we uh we battle other guilds we do territory wars but galaxy of heroes is a mobile game you can download it for free i know a lot of people who spend a ton of money on it you it's easy to spend a ton of money on this game uh, i am happy and proud to announce that over the three and a half years i've played this i've only spent 25 dollars on the game i know people that spend 25 dollars a week on this game um and then at star wars celebration they gave me a ton of shit just for showing up they gave me like bags of crystals and all this stuff but this is a game that you basically it it doesn't matter what era of star wars you're in i mean my top my empire team is thrawn the emperor vader gar saxon and a stormtrooper my um you know my jedi team is yoda bastila sean uh luminara unduli barris offy and kanan jarris i got the How whole phoenix dare you with barris offy <laughs> why she's a healer and i need her power to heal um because and she framed ahsoka tano for murder but well, I we'll have save Ahsoka. that for another day. <laughs> I do have young Ahsoka, but you can also get full Chrome Ahsoka. This game is I awesome, guys. Yeah, I, dude. It, if you're not playing so this game, you need to play this game. So I, I had that game when it originally came out. I downloaded it. I played it for the longest time. And yeah. then I think we were talking about it pre-show. There was another game that came out came out for mobile platform. I think it was what you were saying, like Force Arena or something like that. I got way more into that one. And then they just up and pulled the plug. So yeah. I actually recently downloaded Galaxy of Heroes again. Good. None of my stuff was still in there, no, though. So no. I've had to restart everything but it is actually a really fun game and there's a lot of people at celebration that do play it and they'll get to talking to you about your characters and who you play with and um you know what you what level you are and all that kind of stuff it's a fun and there's ship battles there's a whole ton of stuff in the game so if if you don't already have it it is worth worth the get on on uh, itunes or uh, um the app store uh and start playing it because it's a lot of fun yeah absolutely is the other mobile game you were talking about the one that was sort of like it was like a clash of clans basically, but with a Star Wars skin where you uh, build your little defenses and you build your army and you have barracks and stuff? Is that what you're talking about? Because there's no, a version of that too. Yeah, there's one called I think Star Wars Commander or something like that, okay, and that's, that's more it. like the you build the okay. little town or the village and then you have to defend it with what People you have or your resources. You them, yeah. Yes, yeah, that's that one I think. But no, the other one was um, it wasn't like a turn-based game. It wasn't the strategy turn-based one. It was a little bit different, but um, it's not even available on the store anymore, and I don't have it on my phone, so I can't pull it up. But um, I played that one a lot more. But the the one the Galaxy of Heroes is actually pretty fun. Yeah. Um, so as soon as I get built up a little bit more, Chris, I'll hit you up and <laughs> yeah. maybe let me in your clan if you've got room. But right now I've got like Rebel Trooper One oh, God. And, <laughs> and like all yeah. the guys that die pretty easily. So yeah. I, I actually think I had this again. game at one point, too. I'm going to check it out. I remember that one at uh, I had it at one of the celebrations. And I don't remember if that was when. Uh, Kyle, you and I were in Anaheim, or if I was, I, I was with I Vic in was. Orlando. But I think it was when we were in Han- Anaheim in like 2015, um, and that game's been around for a long time. 
Yeah, this, uh, Justin, you need, in order to join my guild, I just looked up the rule. Oh, no. Here it comes. You have to have a minimum, a minimum of 1 million uh, GP, which is your gamer power. Um, I would be fascinated. Uh, I have... I have 1.5 million uh, GP. My Thrawn is a power 30,000, which in that game, a 30,000 character is like, I mean, just insane. Thrawn is definitely my my highest uh, valued character. But yeah, I'm interested. Do you know what your GP is? I don't. It's in the top right corner if you load it up. But yeah, you got to have a minimum million to join. And then you have to contribute. uh, You have to put in at least three challenges a day. Uh, So... Yeah, there's oh, requirements. I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> I'm re-downloading this, and it looks like my old information is popping back up. Oh, that's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. Why didn't I get mine? That's weird. I don't know. Yeah, yeah mine's popped back up, too. I got all my I'm old information. So if anyone wants yeah. to uh, try to join 39. my guild, uh, you can hit us up at SW Friend <laughs> Show, and I can hook you up with my ally code. You better uh, have a million. You got to have a million. <laughs> how do you, how do you <laughs> check that? So you in the top, top right, top left. Yeah, top right corner. Um, when you get into the actual game board, yeah, it'll say Galactic Power. I'll so Galactic Power. I know this is riveting yeah, for radio right now. <laughs> All right, so go ahead and click. Okay, so you should have your username. My name is Caleb Doom, of course. On the top left, go ahead and click that, and it'll take you to uh, your stats board. So in uh, there, you should be able to Ooh. see your Galactic Power. Oh yeah, I'm not close. Four thousand. Okay. 4,328. Oh, 17,137,000. Chris, you must be some kind of nerd or something. Hey, no, he takes long bathroom breaks at work, probably. Yeah. I actually am going to talk about bathroom breaks on an upcoming episode of No One Is Listening, uh, and it's uh, it talks about all different types
It was uh-huh. it was one of the better ones as far as the, what Vic's saying is the story went. It was nice to see a fully developed story in a Star Wars game that they actually carried from one game to the next, and you got a two-parter out of it. Um, when it seemed like right. for a long time there through the 80s and 90s, they were just throwing Star Wars games at the wall and seeing whatever would stick. You had them on console, you had them on uh, N64, you had them on early Xbox, and they were just, to be honest, a lot of them had no direction. Just like you know, anything in that pre pre Disney canon, right, was just they were throwing things out there that made zero sense from a continuity standpoint. Um, and when you had these video games, it, it seemed to me that um, Force Unleashed was like one of the first directional video games that tied back into some of the stories and actually like created some new content that didn't go way left or way right with with their schemes and characters and what they were doing. So it was a really enjoyable game. It was, and and it was crazy playing Fallen Order. The the parallels between that and Force Unleashed, as far as like yes. your force abilities, how you learn them, um, how quickly you learn those force abilities. Um, but I just remember that Force Unleashed, even back when I played it when it first came out, I go, damn, these force powers are really egregious. Uh, <laughs> he's like <laughs> incredibly powerful, and I was like, where was he at for you know? I mean, it's just one of those things. You're like, man, where was he at when all this went down? Um, and you're like, what Jedi could beat this guy? He's like, abs- or you know, whatever. I mean, he was just absolutely insanely powerful. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's it's one of those one of those characters he always dreamed about. He had all those fantasy powers, um, but I think that's been. something that that yeah. Well, I think that's something that Fallen <laughs> Order um, did did very well. Um, yes, he, Cal Kestis does have pretty incredible powers, but you do have to learn them, and it is a little bit more gradual. I think those flashback scenes um, helped quite a bit in that game. But man, Force Unleashed. It is a classic game, crowd pleaser, fan favorite. You can just jump in, play it whenever you want, and you'll have fun. I, I love the game, but I'm glad that you said that because I, I remember when I saw when I first saw like the clip of him pulling down the Star Destroyer, I was like, no, <laughs> no, yeah. too powerful. Yeah. The, well, no, so no. lay off the juice. It, it's so crazy because, I mean, there's that whole myth that Luke Skywalker pulled the Star Destroyers down on Jakku, um, the Battle of Jakku, and that was referenced a number of different times in various uh, expanded universe novels as far as Jedi having the ability to pull down starships, et cetera, et cetera. And, um, you know, to have that in a game, I think that was just a, you know, because it was talked about so much in the EU. Why not? Let's show it in a video game. Yeah, no, it was cool, but my nit my nitpick radar was like, mm, yeah, I don't no, think I so. If <laughs> Mace Window wasn't doing that, I don't know. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it was a so. little intense. It was a little his, intense, but, but no, action, the game is incredible. His yeah. action figure still fetches a really, really good price, whether it's really? in the box or out of the box. Yeah, you can uh, like he's up there. He's, I mean, I'm not saying he's like you know hundred three hundred dollar figure, but he still fetches a really good price uh, if he's in the box or graded or anything like that. Oh, I'd love to so. see a two pack of him and the two different versions of him. Mm. Yeah, that'd be cool. Was it, was it released on a vintage card or was it released in a certain series? Mm, I'd have to go back and look. Yeah. Um, I know there's one out there. I've seen it a couple times pop up on the Friday night sales, but yeah. um, I mean, he's anytime I ever see him, he's open box. I don't think I've ever seen him. Oh, in the box. okay. So, okay. I wonder if he was a mail look. away or some type of promotional item that tied in with the release of the game. The cool thing was, um, I, I love figures that come out with games. To be honest, yeah, like yeah. Uh, the first, uh, the Battlefront Two, and I've got them downstairs. Came with a biker scout 
trooper um, and he has a, a long sniper rifle and it's a great figure, but it doesn't have any of the collection lines on it or anything like that yeah. because it solely came out with battlefront two. And that was the only way you could get that figure. Um, so I have no idea what he's worth or anything like that, but I like the figures that kind of pair with the video games when they do some of those releases. Um, it's just a nice added bonus with the game that you get. Yeah. Um, I'm doing a little Google search over here and there is a star killer Galen Merrick, black series figure i think it's a 3.75 it's one of the ones that has um the tie fighter helmet card back do you know what i'm oh, talking about okay. yeah the very so, thin narrow yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, i've got an old one of I, I think a vader or something but i found that on a on a google search and apparently 60 that bucks is on walmart one of them i don't know um i think i can see a few more but it, it's hard to tell what is like you know, people make right. their own custom fan-made figures and and fake card backs and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah. got to dig yeah. a little more to see what's what. I think it would be fun to see him pop up in uh, Mandalorian or uh, an animated content, something like that. Just as a doesn't ne- doesn't necessarily have to be the same character, but at least some type of homage or namesake to uh, to him. That would be kind of cool. Um, we'll see. We'll see what happens in the comics because they just brought back Valance in the comics. Um, I just started reading uh, the new Star Wars comics that just came out this week. So uh, who knows? They introduce a lot of crazy characters. I wouldn't be surprised if he showed up in any of that. So do you guys have any more memories about Force Unleashed? I I remember buying that Ultimate Sith Edition. Ultimate Sith Edition with the steel book. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you got it. Yeah. (laughs) The extra levels and stuff. Yeah, it's the extra levels. Yeah, you got Tatooine, Hoth, and a Jedi Temple. Oh, hell yeah. So plug that that PS3 back in and fire that, (laughs) that baby up. Yeah, have it on the Xbox. I can play it on my Xbox One because they gave you a 4K update for the Xbox One X. So I found I found the Star Killer. He's a Vintage Collection 100. Uh, Star Killer Vader's Apprentice on Amazon. He's going for like 80, 38. Oh, so I've it's never it's seen that good. in card. Okay. Yeah, I hadn't either. I've only seen him loose, but it's it's a nice looking it's a nice looking oh, card back. Oh, that is a beautiful looking card yeah. back. Okay, so, I saw I like a picture that. of that too. I w- I didn't know if that was an official release or if that was a fan made because I see yeah. there's a blue one and a there you know. It but, looks fan made. It does look fan made, but uh, I, I'd be interested to see if that's actually like a legit release. You might have to check my toy box app. Yep, there's a black series one. Yep, that's, yeah, that's what I was looking I on was the my toy box app. And if you guys don't have that already for the listeners out there, go out and get the My Toy Box app. It's a great way to track your figures, look up maybe Amazon prices of what they're going for so you get an idea of what your collection is worth. Um, but they only do stuff on there that's actually been printed. They don't do the fan-made stuff. Um, you can actually search by a SKU. So if you have a figure, you can scan the barcode and it'll search by the SKU as well. So um, yeah. it's a really cool app, though. It's a great way to track your stuff. Yeah, I love that app. It's helped me out with my vintage collection, and it also yes. helps me spend a lot more money than I. <laughs> right, it's is one of those. So, all right, let's uh, let's take it home here. Let's talk about uh, some video games that we want to see happen. People are coming on us. The galaxy is coming on us. So we'll figure it out. We'll use the force. 
That's not how the force works. Oh, really? You're cold? So this is our segment where we talk about things that don't exist or we want to have exist. Uh, maybe things that we think might be in the pipeline. And um, for me, as far as video games are concerned, the one that always that always comes to mind is the 1313 game that was being developed by Lucas Arts um, as the underworld, right? The CD underworld. And it was supposed to be based on the Coruscant, like the underbelly. And it was going to hopefully revolve around a Mandalorian bounty hunter. And this was being developed by George Lucas and his team. Um, and it ended up getting canceled. The whole, uh, show, the whole game, it was in mid development. It was about a year or two from being released and they were actually starting to put together press releases. They were going to, um, release some video game content at a convention and, for one reason or another, the funding stopped and they stopped development on this game. However, um, I already gave away what the, ga- the what the game was: the underbelly with a Mandalorian bounty hunter. I mean, what are we having live action Disney Plus now? The Mandalorian, right? Like, so um, what is happening is, and I'm sure we're going to see this in the Art of Mandalorian book. They're taking a lot of concepts from the 1313 uh, concept art and actually translating it into the Mandalorian show. That episode, chapter six, with uh, Bill Burr's characters, and they have that motley crew gang and that that droid. I can see that coming right from all that concept art I saw of 1313 back in the day. And you can find that relatively easy uh, online. <clears throat> Sorry, they, they did uh, release a lot of that artwork. Um, but that would be a game I would love to see eventually come to fruition um, or maybe some type of Mandalorian tie in. I don't know. Uh, it's just always fun. It's just always fun to play those first person shooters or um, something like the Battlefront 2 story mode, but in like a totally different environment with brand new characters. Um, and to clarify, thirteen thirteen is supposed to be the very bottom level of Coruscant, right? Because at, at the top, that's where all the the rich and famous people are, and the the buildings and the Senate and all that. And then it's divided into layers, and you basically right. go down, down, down. The farther down you get, the the seedier and shadier and poorer it gets, right? You, you mean they don't have fancy bubble operas down on thirteen thirteen? It's only <laughs> up on the top level. So I don't believe so. I okay, don't believe okay. so. Uh, that's, yeah. that's no, I think it's more muggings down there. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> and we, you know, we got a lot of 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 that in the Clone Wars and Rebels, where yeah. you would go into the underbelly and and kind of like the deeper layers, yeah. and that is it's just fascinating. We'll see. I doubt they would ever ever come out that game but it was supposed to be partly open world it was supposed to be a partial open world game much like gta um was so it was kind of in a response to that but ultimately got canceled for whatever reason and disney swooped in and the rest is history you're gonna have to explain your next one on your list chris because all i can picture right now is this really (laughs) boring game yes and i'll let you talk about it Okay, so part of this segment is to talk about games that we wish would exist or wish would happen. Um, I want a realistic flight simulator for Star Wars vehicles. And the first thing that came to mind was the Imperial Shuttle Training Academy, where you're a <laughs> cadet and you go through the Imperial Navy and you learn how to pilot all the different, you know, TIE fighters, a TIE bomber, you do bombing raids, and then you you graduate through the Imperial Shuttle all the way up to a Star Destroyer. And I just think it would be fascinating to do a, an actual flight simulator game where 
you have to battle co- like cosmic forces, cosmic wind. You have solar flares. You have all those things. You fly through nebulas and you do the Kessel Run. That would be for me as like a. I'm not necessarily a hardcore science guy. I am, but uh, <laughs> I guess I am. But I, I really, I, I love the old Microsoft Flight Simulators, and I think it would be so cool to do one in the Star Wars universe. That's a, that's exactly what I was picturing. You were thinking for this game, and I was yes. like, man, if the only vehicle I get is the damn Imperial shuttle, <laughs> I was like, this is gonna be the most boring game ever. So I'm glad you yeah. said other vehicles because oh, yes, I, I had yes. to be. I was like, man, nobody's gonna buy this game if all you yeah. do is get to fly a shuttle and escort people. Like, <laughs> you, oh, you must land successfully, or you must take off <laughs> right. successfully. I'd be like, right. oh my god, this is uh, awful. You're just shuttling Imperials from planet side right, to star right, destroyer. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, just no, make, I had the whole the whole thing mapped out. Just make sure you fly casual. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> totally. Totally. So, yeah, that's the thing. I think that would be fun. And then um, I don't know if you guys have ever played like Jack in the Box, but but uh, my fiance and I, we have parties. We go to a lot of parties, and they we always somehow find our way playing Jack in the Box, which is a, a really fun party game for PlayStation, Xbox, et cetera, et cetera. I would love to see some type of like Star Wars game show hosted by someone like Thrawn, um, you know, obviously voiced by Mads Mikkelsen. Like, you got to get like Thrawn, you know, that would just be funny it would be an amusing thing i don't think they would actually do it or spend the time to record the dialogue but um to have some type be, of star wars be very game frustrating show. it could oh, be very yeah. frustrating because he might be perhaps the answer is this or perhaps the answer <laughs> is this Stroke or it chin. could be this and you'd be yeah. like well i don't know if i won or not i don't know <laughs> i just i think that would be so much fun we need a star wars multiplayer like uh party game i i think so you, you know, you never know. I when I was looking for when I was on my Xbox Crusade yesterday, the first place that I went to had a bunch of old board games, and one of the board games was a Star Wars trivia game that came with a VHS tape that had Darth yes. Vader scenes never before seen. Oh, wow! So, I mean, what are, are they canon? Are, are, these, are these scenes canon? Are they on YouTube? According <laughs> to Mickey Mouse, no. Uh, one of my favorite games in recent history has been Destiny. I I love the MMO multiplayer aspect of it and the never-ending expansions of the game that you can do. And actually, the Republic was close to that, you know, 15 years ago. I think a new, maybe remaster or a new, like, National Republic 3, and then yeah. MMO style, yeah. you know, sandbox multiplayer game. You know, you, you have a limit, a limited amount of planets you can have in the game. Or missions, and you can have missions from the Jedi, Mandalorian, Republic. You know, you can have all these different vendors and stories you can go into. You know, we have the whole expanding universe that, you know, we can still expand upon that we haven't seen yet on screen or canon yet. Well, I, I don't understand why they haven't released an open world concept star wars game yet because um i played no man's sky i bought that game brand new because the whole game engine of their the the whole concept is you will never travel to an identical world it's that it literally is like you're traveling through space that's how the game engine was built so it it would be almost impossible to visit a replica planet if you play the game for the rest of your life and beyond it's a really fascinating game engine that they created um so if they were able to do that 
for, I mean, No Man's, let's be clear. No Man's Sky sucks. It's not a very good game at all. But it got better. Um, the concept. Been it did get better. It did get better. Yeah. The, the I bought it too, though. I was so pissed off. <laughs> it was pretty bad. <laughs> the, but the expansions do help. Um, but bottom line is, it's like, you know, Star Wars deserves some type of open concept game. And I did think Fallen Order was going to be more along those lines. I was shocked that it was only limited to five planets, six planets. You know, that was kind of yeah. like handcuffing you. I was like, oh, okay. Like, that's kind of weak. Wasn't Galaxies kind of like that? I didn't play that, but... Never played it, yeah. Apparently, it was like some sort of... Vic, I don't know if you know, but... Some sort of like open world MMO, but then it got ruined. First, there was like controversy because they made the Jedi... The Jedi, like, odds realistic so like only one in every like a thousand people oh, was wow. a jedi or something and people were pissed so then they changed it and made it easier <laughs> to become a jedi and then everybody was a jedi so it wasn't you know right like, in the game <laughs> I, think, I think another issue right now we haven't got that kind of open world game because ea is one in charge of the star wars franchise as far as the video games mm-hmm. and their closest thing to an open world mmo has been anthem and it was a big old flop Okay, I played it. It was a cool game, but you know they tried to copy Destiny, but didn't have the story background to it to you know make it work. So they did a good job with Jedi Fallen Order. Don't get me wrong, but I I'm not very confident in EA's future and this whole Star Wars you know game you know for the future here. They have a lot of possibilities to work with, but I don't think they're going to do anything with it. Yeah, I'd love to see a company like um, New Dawn or uh, wait, is that who it is? Whoever makes Whoever makes like Far Cry or Ubisoft, I think that's who it is. Oh, okay. Um, they, they do really nice open world games, and I, I think that's what I would like to see too. Red Dead Redemption Two, <laughs> and Far Cry, and that kind of Rockstar. Rockstar yeah, <laughs> um, they could do a they could do a good open a game world for twenty game years. Too, but, make games. <laughs> right, but it uh, that's what I would want to see too. Is I, I like the I love a story mode, but I also like the option to kind of go around and pursue the things that are more interesting to me too. Um, and those open world games are a little easier to expand, I think uh, as well. And they offer more, uh, replayability, I guess. Yeah. That's a word. Oh, totally. Well, and that's, I mean, that's the thing with those games and that's what's on my wish list too. I mean, I think, I think we all want an open world star Wars game, but if, I mean, if we, oh, yeah. if we literally got like red dead redemption, but it was set in a star Wars galaxy and you were like the Mando or someone like him doing, having a story, but then also having a million side missions, um, that would be, I mean, that I would, cr- I think I would cry if they had not. <laughs> right. And, and I, and I guess my, my hope is, is that Jedi fallen order does, or is doing well enough that it shows EA that you don't have to do a first, per- you don't have to do something that focuses solely on multiplayer experience and micro transactions to make a good game, a successful, Agreed. profitable game. Yeah. So if you know if Jedi Fallen Order does it does well or continues to do well, sells well, then we will see. Hopefully, we will see something in that vein, or at least another good, really good story game. You know, like Jedi yeah. Fallen Order, like Force Unleashed. Well, the, go back the, to, the, 
Go ahead, Jess. Well, no, real quick, I got a quick point on that. The story group will ultimately control the future of Star Wars video games on EA, and if it doesn't tie into a story, I would be hard pressed that they they would give us something like that, even if Fallen Order does well. They're just so like they're 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 such nuts, like they have to tie it into something. I like, dude, just give us something that you can buy DLC content to, because I don't think for a second they're going to give us DLC levels for Fallen Order. So even if it does sell well, I don't see Cal Kestis going on another mission because it'll be unapproved by the story group. So sorry, I had to jump in on that, Vic. I just... Uh, no, you're fine. You're real heated. Um, <laughs> I think another reason why Fallen Order was a success because Respawn was a studio that produced the game. Mm. You know, EA was a publisher, but it, you know, Respawn has have a proven track record between Titanfall and um, was uh, Apex Legends is their other big game they have out right now. And they have great games out of Respawn, but if they made a Star Wars game in open world, kind of like a Destiny MMO, I'm just thinking in my head, you know, you can train in the ways of the Jedi and then how they can tie that into a gameplay as far as the controls and everything. You know, you keep gaining more power, more power, more power. And no matter which way you go, you can pick your light side or your dark side. You know, right. maybe they let you be a Mandalorian. You know, I think that's just so cool. That you, you have the ability to be anything you want in the game. And I don't know if we're ever going to get that, honestly, but it'd be cool to have it. I think it's just they have to be very careful with something like that because, number one, the content that they introduce, it has to be within canon. And the more that you introduce, the crazier it can get. Um, But on top of that, if it's a giant open world MMO, you're going to have dudes modding and sticking Deadpool in there or um, giant pink bunny rabbit suit with a bazooka or talking Fortnite, right? uh, Maybe, maybe, (laughs) (laughs) but like you're going to have like crazy mods going in there and that's, you really got to be careful with that kind of stuff. And I'm sure star Wars and Disney as an entity doesn't want all of that excess stuff or things happening in there. Whereas if they limit the content and what they give you, you don't get quite as much of that. I just wanted to say back to Chris's point, they we did get additional like story and levels for DLC for Battlefront too. Like there's a there's another um, oh you're right bunch you're right of story missions with Aiden when she's older. Yes. So yeah. and there and I think it's better than the original story. I think the continuation is is really good. Yeah, I, I think going to back to Fallen Order, one of the things that I would have loved to see, and Kyle brought this up last time, um, was the customization of the character in there. Like, he literally had poncho or no poncho. It was either different colors or... Yeah. Uh, Like, there was not... The saber customization was great, and I think everybody's like, oh, saber customization is super cool. But he had zero customization as far as anything else goes whatsoever. I would have loved to seen, like, a Dash Rendar outfit available to Cal Kestis as just like a fun, like, you know, like do I, let's not get serious here. Like let's give him, uh, some, some like funky, let's give him Luke farm boy, you know, shorty robe, uh, from new hope, like, you know, something crazy. Um, yeah. why does it have or, to be so serious? Cause they were, you know, you're going to have that one guy going, Oh, but that's Canon now. That's, that's Canon can- now. Not, I can't, can't buy that. that that's not Galaxy's right. Edge. It's like, no, I know. <laughs> <laughs> that's not how the Canon works. You can have extra stuff in the video game. That's just for fun. Like, yeah. 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 No, he, I think Cal Kestis in a shorty robe. That's the look uh, cosplay celebration, 2020 Cal Kestis and <laughs> Luke Skywalker robe. I love it. Um, I, so Justin, what you got a really interesting note here. As yes. far as what your idea for a video game would be. So I think Kyle would be on board with this one, too. I would love to see an Adventures of the Ghost Crew game where mm. 
you get to play as different characters from the ghost crew, maybe yes. on different levels or even as an old school co-op, right? Like I talked about it oh, earlier, yeah. the TMNT game, you used to pick your turtle, right? And you could play as like Raphael and Donatello yes. going through yes. levels. Star Wars side right? scroller. Oh yeah. my like God. how fun, how fun would that be where you yes. can be like a Zeb or you can be an Ezra and you get like force push or like you get your saber with your blaster as young Ezra yes. and you could switch between the two going through the game. Um, it, you know, and, in or what was the, um, the X-Men, uh, there was a, I think an X-Men well, game and you could pick your X-Men. One of the best games of all time. Yeah. Yes. And, yes. and I think Simpsons that would be arcade. a... Yeah. yeah, and you could keep it within canon and give them like side missions. You don't have to do expandable content. I mean, if you wanted to roll out maybe a new missions pack, um, you know, you got to help um, Visago with getting um, <laughs> whatever from Hondo, right? And you could do like a little side mission pack or like downloadable side mission packs. But I think that'd be fun if where you could pick from like ghost crew members and do like a side scroller game, old school side scroller game like that. I think I'd. I'd get it. Even if it was for mobile, um, like a mobile game, that would still be fun. And you could do the co-op missions. I think that'd be yeah, great. Play that. Yeah, I would yeah. totally play that. And I think it would be fun. And I think that it wouldn't be incredibly hard to do because so many game designers out there put out g- games like that all the time, like goofy little side scrollers. But, you know, um, some of my favorite video games are 1990 side scrollers, Simpsons, X-Men, uh, Turtles, you know, all like all those classic side scrollers. And we've never had anything like that in Star Wars. Yeah, we had Super Star Wars, Super right. Empire Strikes Back, but this is a this is I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. And there's no better crew to handle that video game format than the Ghost Crew. They're yeah, so I, vastly I, different. Yeah, and you've got enough characters to select from, and they each have like their special abilities and their strengths and their weaknesses. I, I just think it'd be a, a blast to play. So Konami, if you're listening, hit <laughs> <Yes>. me up. <laughs> I'll bring me on board. I'm glad to join. We'll, we'll come up with some anymore? missions. <laughs> I don't know if they're in business, but no, you're right. We but should that, hit them up. Isn't, isn't that who did most of those side scrollers back in the day? Yes, is that, it is. Actually, yes, it was Dragon, right? Yeah, yeah, like absolutely. Turtles is my favorite game of all time. It's a great game. Yeah, yeah. Kyle, so that's what I would love to see. What video game would you like to see, Kyle? What What's on your wish list or dream list? Well, I, we kind of already talked about it, but I think my top one would be just some kind of open world game where I can customize my character and customize my loadout and maybe check pick if I'm a light side or dark side, or maybe you, you could be a pilot of some type or, um, you know, just something where you can kind of immerse yourself in the world. And, um, you know, those are my favorite kinds of games that I play, you know, Far Cry 5 is probably one of my favorite games. Red Dead Redemption 2, I really love yeah. that game too. So um, that style of video game would would be my favorite. Okay. Now, you, you said earlier in the show you haven't played a lot of the games we referenced today. So my question right. to you is, now that we're wrapping up this episode, is there anything that you're now interested in going back and looking that we've talked about? Or is there anything that you, you might want to dive into now that we kind of opened up some doorways? Uh, I think I'm going to try Knights of the Old Republic. If yes. if uh, yes. Yes. Josh is going to play it, everybody says it's good. Uh, oh, we, yeah. can, we can play it through together and see how we like it. And, uh, I like that. It should be easy for me to find on Xbox. Ghost yeah, Crew Side Scroller. <laughs> yeah, I'll definitely play that Ghost Crew game as soon as it comes out, <laughs> but I don't know where to get it yet. Well, Three-person so Clone Wars Side Scroller. Oh, yeah. Do you guys think we're going to see something at Celebration here in a Video couple months? Video game-wise? Yeah. Yes. 
yes, new announcement probably. maybe prior yep. to that? Yeah. yeah, I think with the hype of Fallen Order, um, EA wanting to renew that contract, I'm sure that they're they're going to announce something awesome. Um, I, I wouldn't I mean, be shocked if Fallen Order got a sequel. I, I don't think so either. We, I mean, well, Justin hasn't finished it yet, but uh, I, you know, <laughs> <laughs> there's so probably going to be a sequel. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, that hey, I think, Kyle, I think you're you know right. Knights of the Republic's five ninety nine on GameStop.com. There you, you go. go, five ninety nine. I can we could get a sequel that's not the same characters. That's true. That's true. true. You can get yeah. a you can get a different perspective from a different Jedi in the same period. Uh, we know that there's more Jedi out there, so you still you have the game engine. Don't let that game engine go to waste. Let's develop more characters and more you know more scenarios. You're gonna or be mad you- when it's the exact same story and you just play as one of the Inquisitors. <laughs> Oh yeah, this flip side. You just play yeah. the whole other side. That'd so be if crazy. they if they really set this up right, you could do another character that is maybe not a Jedi, maybe a bounty hunter or just a normal person who's making their way through the galaxy and grows stronger and stronger just in their abilities and age and growth. Who in the third game meets up with Cal Kestis, and now you've got like a oh, multiplayer type yeah, thing, yeah, or okay. their stories intertwine in the third game. I like that. That'd be too easy, oh. Justin. You know, EA can't do that. <laughs> I was kind of, I was kind of thinking along more along the lines of like uh, having that game wh- where they made it now and it's just one game, but it kind of turns into a series, kind of like how Dark Forces turned into, you know, the Jedi Knight games. Oh yeah, yeah. So like, it could be another game where you're a Force user, a Jedi. It could even be in a different era, but just playing off that same like engine and same like gameplay right because i would play that same gameplay in a totally different story in a different era with a different person those controls in fallen order are fantastic i mean they are they're it's easy it's smooth it's uh you know i I did see some people complain about glitchiness but i did also see some people complain that rise of skywalker isn't a good movie so with that Oh, you didn't think I would uh, go a whole episode without throwing a shot out. <laughs> yeah, how could you? <laughs> to uh, one of the greatest Star Wars films of all time. You know, we'll we have future episodes. This was a fun one. This is a this was a loose cannon uh, episode here where we just chatted video games. And yeah, I mean, let's do the Knights of the Old Republic playthrough. Let's make that a 2020 goal. Sure. Um, you know, like I said, uh, Josh, I'm picking up a system for my friend. So I'll be ready to roll this week on it. Um, Kyle, if you can find it this week, maybe we yeah. play. I'll go we talk about it on the show and uh, we just follow up and see if there's any I'd be fascinated as a story guy. I would love to see if there's any threads that we can pull from this 20-year-old game that has now tied into you know where we're at with the sequel trilogy and everything else going on. So that'll be a, I think that'll be a fun playthrough. So um, Vic, you still got it, right? You, you oh, got yeah. Knights of the Old Republic. Okay, yep. cool. I've got it. No, I haven't played. I haven't played the second one. I need to get that one. I never played it. Okay. Well, I think that's on the agenda for 2020. That sounds good. That sounds like something we can all tackle. Uh, 
Well, this has been fun. And if you have enjoyed our conversation about Star Wars video games and you guys want to let us know what your favorite games are or let us know what we're right about, what we're wrong about, you can hit us up at SW Friend Show on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram. Uh, I love glitches. I love video game glitches, especially like Madden football glitches. So if you know of any Star Wars video game glitches, send us those videos and all that content. We would love to see it. Um, you can hit me up uh, personally at known as chris where can they find you guys at uh i'm josh and i'm on instagram and twitter at battle of tanab i'm justin i'm on twitter at i am the bendu this is kyle and i am kb underscore legend on twitter and instagram and whatever else and this is vic you can find me on twitter vic m pike yeah, so send us uh, send us video game content. Let's do this. And if you want to play Galaxies of Heroes, I'm not kidding. Hit me up. Ask me advice. Show me your team. Let me know how I can help you build a bigger team. And then if you want to join my guild, get that uh, galactic power up to a million, and then we can talk. So <laughs> it's it's not hard. It only takes about a year and a half. Desk right now, yeah, banging <laughs> my head against the desk right now. It actually will probably take you about two years to get up there if you don't spend any money, but. I'll help you out. I'll help you out. So uh, I hope you guys have a great week. Uh, Thanks, everyone, for listening to the Star Wars Friends show. It's been a blast. And uh, we'll catch you on the battlefront later. Uh, May the Force be with you. Force be with you. Always. Always. All right, y'all. Later. Later.